Tom Bunyan, or Paul Bunyan, Kaiju? Question mark. We pro- we promised in the last episode we had to, and I think in our conversations on the Discord, everyone has has defaulted to Kaiju except for our holdout in Lucas. Now, uh, this is all referring to a just Brandon thing. I feel like I should give credit because I did not come up with it, but when I saw the video, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is basically that same conversation. Uh, but even after looking at that irrefutable evidence, uh, this holdout still exists. So, uh, uh, what, what channel of the Discord did we discuss this in? Uh, memes, uh, obviously. Memes, yes, memes. Of course. Let me let me go back and just look at my argument. You got to proofread your arguments. I have come up with an argument that could only further divulge things. Clifford the Big Red Dog, Kaiju. Nah, he's a regular dog. He grew to a huge size because... So, here's what I'm positing, then. Is Babe the Blue Ox a kaiju? You mean you're positing? I'm positing. Um, (laughs) Let me just... The one thing that the video described definitionally as a kaiju feature, it cannot be a human. And I reject the idea that Paul Bunyan is not human. Are the Titans from Attack on Titan human? Well, I guess technically, yeah, right? I've never watched Attack on Titan. Oh my god, Soylent Green is people! Sorry. A kaiju translates to strange beast in Japanese media genre involving giant monsters. I I don't, I can't accept a reality where a human is 100 feet tall. I'm sorry. That's just, I mean, I guess we get into the the Plato argument of what is human and <laughs> and he does qualify as a featherless biped so I guess you've oh got me there but um, and then we have D- Diogenes come in so like any reductive definitional argument like that just always falls apart so does that mean you think Babe is a kaiju because he's not human or they're not human based on everything I saw in the video I would say that Babe counts as a kaiju but Babe has no special powers other than just being okay. big. Okay, so... Well, how, how I'm far... pretty sure it talked about feats of strength that are insane for the proportional size. Okay, the but same as it out. did for Paul Bunyan. Can we really say that? I, I'm just saying, because if you increase a bull that size... I mean, yeah. If it's you not powerful enough size, to flatten mountains and create gorges. Okay, okay. but you're okay. talking about 50 to 100 or sorry, you're talking about 2 tons at its normal size, and you are expanding that to the size of a mountain. Look, if you're taking that away as a special power or ability, then that's removed from Paul Bunyan as well. No, because Paul Bunyan literally dragged his ass oh, oh, through oh, the Okay, okay. Double standards here. I'm out. I'm out. Okay. I'm with King Lucas. Kong. King Kong. Kaiju. Can we all agree? Can Can I get the uh, sure, Can I on. get the thing hold that on. they use that's always hold funny on. in Philadelphia, where it's I'm on the fence. Oh. <laughs> hold on. King Kong. Kaiju. Yes or no? Yes. He doesn't have any special powers. I say no. He's just big monkey. And monkeys have special powers in relation to humans. Tool use is probably considered a special power. Not if we're talking about like a human, which if we were talking again about Paul Bunyan, that wouldn't even be on our brain. 
As it, all right, then I'll convince JFK and we'll have a two-thirds, well, a three-fourths majority. If King Kong is kaiju, then evolutionarily speaking, if we are that closely related to primates, then it's not too far a leap to say that Paul Bunyan is a kaiju. Fuck you, man! Humans and apes are not that close. They're pretty close. They're closer okay, than If you're looking at straight-up DNA, yes. I'm just saying, man. Like we're calling we it. also have an insane similarity in DNA with bananas. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. All right, I, if, I, if a banana was super big, we would also call it a kaiju. Bananas have superpowers. They everyone it doesn't have any ability right. to move. I have I have looked up an extra feat from Paul Bunyan's background that solidifies my belief he is a kaiju. Paul Bunyan used his first aid in a way that he could cut a dog in half and use first aid to bring it back to life. Alright, so either Paul Bunyan is Jesus Christ himself, or he can heal people. Which, I I mean, okay, that's, that's an extra supernatural feat. And with that new information, brought to light that's a that's a superpower that's an ability but having supernatural abilities was a separate checkbox than being non-human can uh all right jfk i'm about to get blasphemous here so cut this out in the future all right okay no okay i'm (laughs) going jesus christ was a hundred feet tall would he not be a kaiju that no okay that one that one is because he would be a kaiju because he he became a man that much is clear that much is clear he is what i'm saying what i'm I'm gonna say about he is a whole man that's christian doctrine that's the point but what i'm gonna say about paul bunyan is there's no story that confirms paul bunyan was ever nude no one knows what's underneath that flannel. So we have no way... Of, he appears human, but you cannot prove beyond a reasonable doubt that be, below the flannel is something beyond human. And in this case, Fuck. I'm saying he's kaiju until proven not. And I will acknowledge your statement and say he is not kaiju until he is proven to be one. I'm with Ryan on this. We need to I see can just see the fence. Podcast is going to end now because we're fighting with each other. We're not fighting. We're having yeah. a spirited conversation. Next this time I see you, I'm going to punch you over this. So and yes, now, we are fighting. All four of our chairs turned in unison to the camera. Now we let you decide. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, what's up? It is me, Lucas, playing Jedediah Moonstone. Jedediah is a used-to-be farm boy, now dirty low-down rascal, trying to get revenge for his family's farm being destroyed, and maybe some other stuff. Who knows? Hey, it's JFK here, playing Trigo Fatteria, young, naive John Marston wannabe who's trying to make a name for himself in the bandito world.
Hi, I'm Ryan. I play Frederick the Phantom Mayor, veteran of the Hohen Civil War and all-around badass bandito. Uh, giddy up. And, uh, and I'm Jack, and I'm currently unemployed, thanks to summer being here and school being out. That was a bummer, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'll have to go to work tomorrow. I'm going to kick my feet up and do nothing. I gotta get the 5.30 tomorrow, fuck you. Actually, I'm going fishing. I, I actually am, I found a, found a place to go fishing. I got a, po- I got a rod, I'm ready. I'll give yeah, you, you a rod. Also, Ryan, you're the only one of us who didn't mix up your intro. I know, I, every time you guys start, it throws me off because I forget what I say. Um, I'm but like... You never mix it up! I know, but then you guys start doing something different, and I'm like, do I do it differently? I, we, we, what I always think is we've done I, I've done it before where I've gotten into an argument with my wife and said no it was all like uh, uh, the gate in our house opened one way and it's always opened that way and every time I replace it she's like it, was, it opened the other way and I'm like no I've clearly hopped universes and this is the universe where it's the exact same as the universe I was in before, but the gate opened the other direction. And uh, whenever you guys do a different one, I think, have I hopped universes to the universe where Lucas starts the intro this way? What's the way this universe Ryan does the thing? Have you uh, have you ever seen um, Inside Job? Uh, nope. It's an animated series on Netflix. It's very funny. But there's an episode where uh, it's about like being a mini, like little bureaucrat, basically. But you work for the shadow government. And um, what was the fucking thing that happened? What happened was is that he's like, "Wait, what universe is it?" And it's a whole kind of joke on the uh, Bernstein bear, bear stain bears or Bernstein oh. bears. And <laughs> yeah, he's like, takes his shirt off, and he's got a tattoo of the bear. Bear stain bears. He's like, it's the bear stain bears in this universe. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, we last left off with um, Jedi and Trigo failing to stop a robbery of their own person. Although I guess they, d- yeah, they didn't really lose anything of value to uh, most of you guys. So I guess it's not a total failure. Oh yeah, Frederick met a 100-foot-tall man. Oh, and all of you caught another Pokemon, except Jediah. By the way, what are their names? What what did you choose to name them? Who? Did you did you give them a nickname? Did you... Who? Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you. That was the bit I was trying to set up. The Who Toots name's Who. Who's on first? I was about to say, wait, would... Would that bit even exist in this time period? Oh, no. no. It stays. No, 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 it stays. It stays, but I'm just... Oh, my God. And, uh... Trigo, I'm pretty sure you did give your Lotad a nickname, right? I think I gave gave it the nickname Lily, like a lily pad, but I kind of want to rename it the first. Too bad. You have to meet a dude to do that. Everyone knows that. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Not in the new yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, but you need to be at a Pokemon Center to do that still. We said we were going to start with... Trigo and Jedi, right? And then go into the 100 foot tall man. All right. We go back to the clearing that has all of your gear set up. Uh, I'm going to say that you guys walked back after chasing down a Sneasel that got away with a telegram that was sent to Trigo by his father. Hey, uh, hey, Trigo, can I ask you something? Sure, go ahead. Well, I, I'm sure you can see that 
I've been pretty pretty bothered since the race. Since uh seeing the bank man that we all thought was dead. Yeah, I kinda noticed that. I didn't wanna probe too much, but I figured it was something. He he played a certain role in my past and it messed me up big time. And so seeing him still still be alive is mighty upsetting and haunting even. Well, question is when we were back at your your cottage outside Marwa, it uh you seemed pretty caught off guard when me and Frederick, when we uh, told you about your father lying to you about your family discovering Mosty, but uh, it seemed like you moved on, almost forgot about that real, real quick. So how how do you do it? How do you move on? What do you mean? My father didn't lie to me. We just we we did discover Mosty. I was told that my whole life growing up. There you go. When when we were in the study. At your father's, at the cottage, we were talking about your history and the Moss Deep and all that. You told us exactly that. Me and me and Frederick told you that we knew that was a load of hooey. I honestly don't remember that conversation. I don't remember that. What the hell? As far as I know, we did discover that. We, I want to say it was my great-grandfather first got there, but I could have that mixed up, but... Yeah, as far as I know, my family's always been on that. Well, that ain't it. And as Jedediah says that, I kind of give, like, you know, the surprise, like, face, like, what the fuck is he talking about? And I definitely have a confused look on my face. Jedediah, roll, I guess it would be investigation. Okay. I only got a four. You see him make a face, but you don't really know what it's about. You you kind of feel like he's just trying to shove the whole thing along. Leave it be. Look, well, whatever. If you if you don't want to talk about it, don't want to help me, that's fine. But I thought maybe we were having a moment there. Look, I'll gladly help you with the bank man. If we need to kill him, we'll kill him. You know, it's part of being a bandito. Shit, I thought we already did. Looks like we gotta kill him again. Alright, so, I guess you guys are kind of looking out. There's not really much left after all the excitement died down. There's, of course, still that bar and little village that you guys are camped out by. There's, of course, like, the little body of water, and you are almost in, like, a large valley where mountains are cascading above you, and large pine trees kind of stretch out into the open. Is there anything else you guys would like to do? Can I just do a perception check, see what is around us? Any, like, Pokemon or anything that might be unusual? Like, out of place, I guess? Yeah, sure. Oh, 13. 13? So you look kind of past the woodlands, and you see that they're a, a little bit more bug Pokemon than usual, but that's not exactly uncommon in the forest. Uh, uh, nothing, I would say, out of the ordinary for a regular forest. Okay. All right. And with that being said... Unless there's anything else that I'm pushing past, uh, we now go to the top of a large hilltop where Frederick stands in awe at a hundred foot tall man and a shiny mill tank in front of him. All right, Tom. Uh, uh, Frederick sits down on a stump of a presumably rather large tree that Tom has chopped down. Am I eye level with Tom? You're at about chest level with Tom. Okay, so he's got to crouch down if he wants to be. Like it's just kind of, of more like tilt his head down. 
Okay, okay. Well, Tom, uh, I, I think you'll rightly understand that I, I got a few questions. <laughs> what kind of questions could you have? Uh, alright, well, in no particular order, how did you get that big? Can I have your milk tank? If not, where can I get one? How have you, how have I never heard of you before? How do you, what do you eat? Where do you sleep? What size pants do you wear? How do you sharpen your axe? What do you feed your milk tank? Can you see for miles? How would I have the uneducated masses not murdered you yet? And I guess, what's your favorite color? Should I have been writing this down? <laughs> I mean, you have to understand, sir, it's a little jarring to see a hundred foot man. All right, and he's gonna—he takes like a knee in front of you, almost like he's like he's like a coach, kind of like he's taking a knee. I'm gonna be straight with you here, son. I have been around a lot longer than you guys have been around. I'm surprised you haven't heard of me. Should I have? What What do you do? He stretches his arms out, and your eyes kind of follow as his arm travels, and along that route, you see the routes of Hoenn that stretch out for miles and miles, and he says, Who do you think made these? I, I assumed some sort of science, but I, I guess... Science? He gets, like, really in your face. What have they ever done for you? That's a pretty solid position to take. <laughs> Frederick stands up. Can you help me? Mm-mm. Well, that's not very kind. I don't mean to be unkind, but avatars have a specific duty. Uh, what do you mean, avatars? We're the ones who made this world! Okay, um... Well, this is news to me. Okay, avatars, alright, made the world. Alright, so... Should, uh... I be on my knees right now? What, what, what do you mean? Oh, oh, that won't be necessary. Don't be so modest! I think that you guys are doing a great thing. It kind of, like, pushes you in the like chest a little bit with his finger very lightly he's not meaning to like harm you he just wants to like concaves oh my god (laughs) he's not trying to harm you but he's like look we uh we avatar beings have a duty and that duty is to protect this property that we have all invested in there are a few others you've probably met them although if you don't know me what are they even teaching you people well i i don't think uh deities and well being a rather uneducated man myself, I don't think I would have heard of you, but I guess if you can't help me, uh, can you at least help me get down the mountain? Sure. And, <laughs> alright, I guess, like, his axe, he takes the flat end of his axe, so he's not, like, chopping it down on you, but he takes the flat end of his axe and he puts it right on the, uh, like, edge of the cliff, basically, for you to step on. Frederick goes to the ground and picks up Hoot Hoot and puts who I've dubbed who and puts who on my shoulder and uh, kind of cradles Cyndaquil in, in one arm underneath kind of like a football um, and steps onto the axe and goes, can you see my traveling companions? One is in a rather dark garish suit and uh, the other one, uh, farmer's plain clothes. Of course, after all, and he like leans in, I can see for miles. Oh, well, that answers one of my many questions. Also, what do you eat? How have I never seen you? What size pants do you wear? How do you get (laughs) And he kind of moves you down. By the way, and even though his hands are gigantic, you see that he has pinched between his index and his thumb a tiny little sack, and he drops it, like, into 
your like almost on your head, I guess, or on your hat since your arms are full. He's like, by the way, a pardon gift from an avatar, and let me know if you find the others. I'd be very interested to meet up with them again. Cool, thank you. Uh, I guess cool isn't a very Western thing to say. I don't know what cool, the equality of cool in the 1880s was. Cool! What a wonderful phrase! Alright, be good! See you later! And he kind of like stomps off into the distance. I turn to Who and I just go, this kind of stuff normally doesn't happen to us. We, 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 we're normal, I swear. <laughs> Uh, who who looks up at you and squints his eyes very, very closely staring at you? Let's go find our friends. Uh, so you guys are, are you're on your way, I guess. I don't think he dropped you off immediately in your general vicinity. Um, oh, for the record, did they see Tom Dunyon? No. Uh, Jedi Trigo rolled me perception. Nine. Thirteen. You didn't see anything. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Did you see that hundred foot man? What are you talking about? Well, answer me. Did you the hundred foot man in in lumberjack clothes and the also presumably seventy five foot tall milk tank. Are you still feeling the effects of that soup? Big pants. Trigo, I, I didn't think the puppers were that powerful. I didn't either. What the hell? Man, what the fuck is up with you? Frederick walks you to, to lie down. Edge of the woods and um, looks what's in the satchel that Tom gave him. Oh, I'm so glad. Inside, you find two bright green beans. Oh. Normal size beans. Normal, a normal size. Okay. Normal size bright green beans, and there's a little note attached to it. Uh, Frederick reads the note. It says, "Plant them, eat them, if you need them." Frederick puts the just kind of puts this the bag in his probably presumably larger travel bag. Okay. Can I roll to see if I if I uh, saw him looking at those? Sure. I got a five. I didn't see shit. You didn't see shit. All right, and we're back together at a small campsite on which route are we on? I think we're on one eleven. I believe so. Yeah. Check. Whatever's right. north of Marvel. Hey, Jedediah. What's up? How about a quick sparring match? A sparring match? You, uh, you trying to get in a fight? No, put a little Pokemon battle. Something quick, you know, nothing crazy. Uh, oh, alright. I, I like the sound of that. What were you thinking? Hey, we each got two. We used both of them. Alright. Two on two. You were challenged by rich kid Trigo. Shorts are comfy and easy to wear. So, not to sound terrible, but is this just like, do I need to be here then? If it's just you guys rolling dice back and forth to each other describing what happened? 
Do I get the day Jack, off? Jack and I can go take a quick smoke break. <laughs> oh my god, I'm unemployed again! I mean, if you wanted, you could, like, narrate the misses and hits and, like, give our Pokemon Ooh, characterization. I get to be the uh, announcer from Pokemon 64. Oh, yeah. that's a miss! Alright, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll get a hand on the ball. Frederick steps in. Alright, boys. You want a battle? I'll ref. He, Frederick draws out uh, an arena in the clearing and stands in the middle waiting for Jedediah and Trigo to... I think it'd be a lot funner, a lot more fun, if uh, you use Cyndaquil to burn edges on the grass to mark it. I oh, think it'd he be funner if I you said, him. on your marks, get set, go, and shot your pistol in the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, to favorite, Frederick walks around the perimeter and uses Cyndaquil like how soccer teams use the... Oh my god, like a chalk thing? Yeah, he's just burning a hole, burning the perimeter into the ground and stands in the center of the... draws a big circle in the center and stands in the center waiting for the two competitors to approach. This is about to be a real hot battle. All right, boys. One Pokemon at a time. Winner take all. Ten paces. Turn around. Throw your Pokemon. Stand at Hoenn rules. And Frederick walks to the edge of the arena and waits for... uh, Jed and Trigo to take their paces. Uh, just a question. Are we talking like, so if Frederick's basically like the Brock in this situation, does he have the little flags too? I forget what the flags do. When they just like wave it to the side that the other guy's on and be like, winner! Yeah, probably. He's got, <laughs> maybe he takes his jacket off and he's like holding it like a little flag. Okay, do we text? I think we have to text Ryan which Pokemon we're sending out first so that we don't get a type advantage. That's a good So we don't, like, that. choose. There's, there's no... Okay, put it in the... Whoever goes first isn't disadvantaged. I texted. Okay. From Jedediah's corner, Tediosa, and Tediosa appears from the ball. From Trigo's corner, low tad. But I want the record to show that JFK texted me low racks, which my dyslexic button <laughs> is the Lorax. <laughs> I speak for the trees. And, I was, and they're <laughs> speaking Vietnamese. It's like Danny Delino. He's coming out, <laughs> going out to fight for Trigo. Anyway. I'm the trash man. <laughs> anyway, sorry. And in this corner, Lotad. And Lotad comes out of uh, Trico's ball. Lotad does the weird blink, by the way, where it's like one eye blink. You think it's a wink, but then the other eye slowly closes as well. I definitely have a derpy Lotad, and I am fine with that. Does anyone have a Chad Lotad? Ask yourself that question. That's a good boy. They're all weird. I will feed this thing so much protein that it will be a Chad Lotad. And then they, a Chad Tad, if you will. Yes, and I am not evolving if that if I can do that. You're not going to get... Okay, sorry. I mean, sorry. I might, right. but if wow. I can feed protein nonstop. Fight, you cowards. Okay. Roll initiative, Lucas. Alright, initiative... I got a uh, nine. Fourteen. Okay. Well, first off, I will come into Lotad and use Fury Swipes. Alright, so Fury Swipes require multiple hits. So what 
we're doing, I have the bet tack. I have the move up here. So let me see. Okay. I have the description written down too in front of me. Excellent. Uh, do you do you say it? I say it, or does uh Frederick say it almost like Brock does? <laughs> I think you should say it since you are uh, Professor Oak here. Ah, uh, yes. The voice in our heads. Fury swipes is an attack with relenting force. A creature makes one melee roll, doing one d4 damage. After successfully hitting the target, they roll another d4. On a result of 3 or 4, you may immediately hit the target again for an additional 1d4 damage. You continue this process until you fail to roll 3 or 4 on the d4, and you can only do a maximum of 4 hits. I thought it was 5. That's what the thing says. I mean, yes, in the game. Oh, okay. Yes, that's what the oh. description says, at least. Need to make sure I uh, update my sheet. So, I just roll a plain strength against his DC. Yes. Or AC? Yes. Oh, you're right. It says maximum of four additional hits. So, yeah. so oh, you get okay. one, and then you add it. So you're right. That is a 12 plus one, 13. You hit. All right. Ooh, a clean blow from Teddy Ursa. I rolled a one for the first hit. Oh, well, the second was also a one. Gotta get him out early. So Teddy Ursa just kind of like gives one scrape and then retreats to his corner. After seeing that, I'm going to tell Lily to use Astonish. So I start a creature with a loud shout, make a ranged attack roll against the creature doing ghost damage on hit. Immune to ghost. Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> Tad tries to Astonish, but it fails. Trigo <laughs> is an amateur. Teddy is going to come in again and use everyone's favorite move, Covet. That is a 16. That's a hit. Another oh. clean hit. And the sticky paw comes down. And that one does eight damage. Ooh, he's looking bloodied. Sorry, that's... This is Pokemon. Uh, Lily's close to fainting. <laughs> Alright, in response, I'm going to use Growl. Lucas, you need to make a wisdom saving throw against my move, DC. I rolled the two. Alright, so now you get minus one to any attack. Judging by this, it looks like two hit. I am going to come up onto Lotad again and hit it with Fury Swipes one more time. That is an eight plus one minus one. Not a hit. Ooh, right. that's a miss. Ooh, it's okay, Teddy. We'll get him. Alright, Lily. Growl, growl worked last time. Use it again. Can you please make the Lotad sound for my immersion, please? No, anyway. I can sack this up to five times. Up to five? Dang. I don't remember what the canonical Lotad sound is, but I'm imagining it's... Well, I rolled a 16 on my save. Okay. And with that save, I will enter my turn and tell Teddy to use Covet again. That is a 12. That matches my AC. No, shoot, that's a miss because it's 12 minus 1. You don't hit. Dang. Sticky paw of the law of misses. Well, I'm going to use Growl again. You suck. (laughs) I got a 2. Alright, so you're minus 2 now. Alright, well, let's let's go for the Fury Swipes again. Fucking 11! 
minus two is a nine or minus one. But it's minus two now. Yeah. Yeah. Every time Lotad does its weird bark quack kind of thing, which can only be summed up as Teddy Ursa kind of like shudders at the large, just abrupt sound. You'll never believe what I'm going to do. It better not be another frickin' growl. That's exactly what I'm doing. What? I need to switch dice. That was a two. Minus three now. And we're back to Teddy Ursa's turn. Fury stripes because I, Jedediah, am getting infuriated. As, as an Oracle, I roll a not one. Oh, no. This. Jed, Minus three. As, as Teddy Ursa raises its paw... To go for a fury swipes, this like inner monologue that it's having is briefly interrupted by wank, 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 wank. No, Teddy. I see that critical fail by Teddy Ursa, and I recall Lotad and bring out Abra. Okay, do I still have the minus three since Lotad's gone, or? No, you still do. Okay. It's only until uh, he leaves, I believe. Alright. And with that, it's back to Teddy's turn. Oh yeah, because swapping Pokemon takes a turn. It does indeed. Alright, let's, let's go Fury Swipes one more time. That's a 7 minus 3. Even though the Lotad's not there, there's still the haunting wang, wang, wang. A branch rustles in the distance, and it makes a regular branch noise, but he still looks over his shoulder to hear the honk. Alright, Abra, use a confusion. I rolled a nineteen. So it's a D eight so it's a D eight plus one and you become confused. Confused. A confused creature is affected immediately and through its next three full turns in battle. It loses its ability to take reaction, speed is halved. When a confused Pokemon uses an action or bonus action on its turn, the first roll it must roll on a D twenty. Ten or lower the Pokemon drops concentration and hurts itself for an amount of typeless damage equal to its proficiency mod. If you roll 16 or higher, it ends. Okay, so 16 or higher, confusion ends. I hurt myself with what again? If you roll under 10. Under 10? Gosh. Teddy, one more try. Covet. And I rolled a 7. Minus 3, that's a 4. Teddy goes again to wind up his arm, but after taking such a nauseating head head trauma, <laughs> along with the honking in the distance, uh, there is nothing really compelling him to move forward. Alright, Abra, that worked. Do it again. I rolled an 8, so I don't think I hit. Just miss after unsatisfying miss. Hit each other, boys. Alright, Frederick, I'll try. Teddy, Fury Swipes. That is a 19 
ladies and gentlemen. Plus one for unnatural 20, minus three for growl. 17. Alright, show me them rolls. Show me that damage. Alright, the D4. Let's do it. Four damage. Alright, Abra. Another confusion. Before you roll that, I'm going to use the baby doll eyes and give you disadvantage. 18 on the first one. Oh no. I got a nat 1 plus 1. <laughs> oh boy! Looks like Abba hurt itself in its confusion. <laughs> I'll take a point of damage for that. Alright, All right, Teddy. This fight's turning around. Teddy, this time use Covet. That was a 16 minus 3. That's a hit. Alright, Abra, shake it off. Use another confusion. 16. That'll hit. What do I take? You take the full 9. And you become confused again. Dang. Okay, Teddy. I believe in you. Let's do it. Covet, one last time. That's a 10, minus 3. Nope, doesn't hit. Alright, Abra, we have him on the ropes. Hopefully this is the last one. Hit him with another confusion. Baby doll eyes. I have two more and I'm using one. Well, 4 and 10. So I don't hit. I feel like whenever Abra misses, the eyes that are glowing normally, like when they do the attack, are almost like flickering like a TV that's not working or on the fritz. Oh, that's cool. That's fun. Alright, Teddy. Come on. Covet. You got him this time. 11. So, minus 3, that does not. Teddy, like, lunges at Abra. Misses, but kind of, like, does the thing where, like, when it falls, it kind of, like, does, like, a trail as it kind of, like, like he slides and kicks up dust. Yes. Nice. Alright, Abra, last one didn't work. But we're gonna keep with it. Confusion. Last time, big doll eyes. And another nat one, motherfucker. Oh, that's good, because I'm down to zero PP. I'm out of PP. Alright, Teddy. Fury swipes. Oh, shit. Uh... That is a 13 minus 3. So, 10, I assume, does not hit. It does not. Just whiffing after whiffing after whiffing. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to change this up. I am going to go, you scratch. I got a 16. That hits. So it's a d6 plus 1, 4 damage. I think Abra is just so fed up with, you know, missing the confusions she just walks up to Teddy Ursa, and instead of scratching, it's like a bitch slap. I was about to say the same thing. Perfect. Marvelous. Marvelous. Smacks the shit out of Teddy Ursa. Hey, you don't know double slap. <laughs> a little bar appears over Trigo's head that says, uh, XP gained, and then you see, like, in his pocket, the low tads thing goes all the way through, and it's like, level up, low tad. You did good, Teddy. Come on back. Teddy has the great dark, swirly eyes on its over its eyelids. Yeah, has Teddy fainted? Oh, yes. Yes. Well, are you guys gonna 
fight to the last, or should we get old Teddy there to a Pokemon Center? He's already used two, so I'm gonna send out Poochiana. Penny. Sorry, yes, Penny, the Poochiana. Alright, so Poochiana kind of does the thing where it chases its tail a little bit, then realizes it's being, like, it's uh, it's needed, and then focuses back up. Alright, Abra, that scratch worked. Do it again. 10 plus 1, 11. I got a full 7 damage on that scratch. Oh, you suck! It was a plus 6, or is a d6 plus 1. I mean, you have to be gaming these dice rolls. That's insane. I swear to God, I'm not. Alright, Penny, go in for the bite. And that's a 17 plus 1. That's a hit. Alright, so that is a D10 coming at you. Please roll Ooh, one. baby. That's a 6. And are we doing double damage? Yeah, it's double damage. He's weak to uh, uh, dark type moves. Alright, 12 damage. Abra faints. Oh, taken down after a fierce battle. Ooh, tough break, Yellow. I send out Lily. It's actually down to the wire. You guys have very similar yeah, HP. Holy crap. And very goofy ones left over. It's literally a Route 1 battle now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Alright, come on, Trigo. Alright, Lily. Time to quack at him. That's Growl, by the way. Uh, so I have to make the save? Yep. I fail. Ooh. Minus one time. I'm going to, like, murder you, JFK, the next time I see you in real life. Come on, you had been, to see this coming. He's been, uh, he's goosing him. He's goosing these rolls. They're called goose suits, it's an old circus term. So <laughs> he said he's goosing them. Oh, God, Alright, Penny. Bite! That's a three. Ooh. Assuming that misses. Just a bunch of chomps in the air. Just a um, um, um. Goes right for the throat and then just whoosh. Then realizes it doesn't have a throat. It's just a giant lily pad. Yep. Alright, I'm gonna use Astonish. Which it should take half damage from this. So I got a 14. And if I rolled a 15, you would flinch. Okay. It's a loud shout. Oh, well, 14 hits. So So it's 1d6 plus 1. Okay, so 3 damage. Jeez, 3 damage? Wank, wank, wank. That freaking lily pad is going to be my Lucas's real nightmares. Poochiana, use bite! Poochiana has an ability called Rattled. When hit with damage by Dark, Bug, or Ghost type, then Poochiana's next attack has advantage. And the higher of them was a 15... Minus one. You hit. Actually, it would be plus one, minus one, but either way. Alright, so that's d10 of damage here. Eight. 
So, I guess you bite the lily pad and kind of like shit, like a dog shakes a chew toy, but with the edge of the lily pad, just like. Arr. I'd like to imagine that he is shaking it like you would shake a chew toy. This poor low tad. Lily is going to use Growl again. Of course she is. Real one-trick pony over there. Yeah. A one-trick ponyta, if you will. Shut the fuck up, Ryan. I'm cutting that. No. No. That is an eleven. Alright, so I survived that. Wait, is it too late to use my inspiration? Yes. Burning it already. Wait, you're going to burn for his roll? But that doesn't work. <laughs> Unless right. then he is going to use bite again. Damn it, that's an eight. All right, Lily, astonish him. I don't. Wow, I know man. you mean the attack. Wow, I me looked at. <laughs> I said it like that on purpose to be an astonish him. Doesn't matter. What, what is so astonishing? So I rolled uh, a ten, so I didn't hit. Lily does the thing. Instead of the giant shriek, it just goes, Hello, my honey! Hello, my baby! Hello, my real-time gal! I am astonished. <laughs> Everyone except Penny is astonished. Penny has a steely resolve. Hey, Penny! Let's go again! Bite! Nine. Alright, Lily. Just a dynamic battle. <laughs> this is like the Metapod v. Metapod in the anime. Yes. Trigo, I think uh, this is getting us a fat lot of nowhere right now. Honestly, same. I know. As uh, you look into the ring, by the way, uh, it's that Simpsons thing where I'm gonna start spinning my arms like this, and if you get hit, it's your fault. As you see, Lotad and uh, as you see, Lotad and Poochian just kind of like attacking the air around them. <laughs> They're trying their darn hardest. And with that, yes, I, and with that, I recall Lily. Good job, Penny. Return. And I go over and shake Lucas's hand. Well, sorry, Jedediah's. Yeah, who's, who's this Lucas? Lucas. Person? No idea. Jedediah shakes your hand too. And with that, Jedediah says that was a good bout, Trigo. That was a really good fight. What do you say we uh, go back to town and try and heal up? I'm down for that. And as you two recall your Pokemon, and the little like smoke from the circle start to fade out, you make your way to that little town that Trigo had already been to. There's a small like little town and a few shops along, not really much, and you see a giant sign that says Pokemon Center. Hanging from the hanging above the uh, front porch. I guess we walk. I uh, walk through the doors. Inside, are they Celine style? No, I've learned my lesson. There's a normal door. Ah. It's a normal door. So you walk in and you see Nurse Joy, of course, there. But you also see a small child with a wounded Rattata. Is he like in in front of us? Like no, he's just like desk, it's like a waiting room he... almost for him. He's just kind of in a waiting room. Son, you uh, you have to talk to the nice lady to get him healed. 
I did talk to the lady. Slow down, son. What's going on? She said that I need to wait here for the health insurance card to go through. <laughs> no, and then he just completely strains up. Nah, just joshing you. Uh, we're just waiting our turn in the healing chamber. You're a sick little boy. How do you even know what health insurance is? <laughs> What's your name? Jack. <laughs> have, you guys yeah. met, have you guys met Remy and he holds up his Rattata? He's in the top percent of all Rattatas. In what? Being small? In being in a Rattata. Oh shit, you got I give you my phone number, are you gonna call me all the time? <laughs> Tell me how strong your Rattata's getting. What is a phone that you speak of? What? Jack, You mean a telegram. Yeah, you could telegram me how strong your Rattata's getting. Only if you want me to. No, I, I would really <laughs> rather you not. Uh, <laughs> Jack, where is your parents? My, did you get some mile long stare? Parents? Ooh, yeah. Now, uh, let me try this, friend. Jack, who who sent you on your uh, adventure? Uh, the guy that lives in my village, of course. Who he is... gave me this rat and told me to leave town. Oh, son, that was a calm man. We Frederick, Frederick gets down on one knee. There were a million war dogs who were selling rattatas to little boys who wanted to join the Aquarius Union or the Magma Federation. You, you that 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 rattata, that's got to be probably one of the lowest rattatas the that the the market currently has to offer. Jack, you you, I don't know how you got this thing, but he is no good. But, 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 no, you tried the crying thing once, and I didn't believe it. That I'm not gonna believe it now. Now, <laughs> now, Jack, you have you have two choices. You can either go back to your village, or you can train this Rattata to be the best Rattata it can be. Which I remind you, it's probably not gonna be very good. But Jack, if you can train that Rattata up real nice and strong, and even get it to evolve. You can go back to your village and beat the shit out of the man who sold it to you. But, but why would I beat... What, what? First of all, I'm a minor, sir. You should not be saying that. Second of all, what are you talking about? I'm your average ten-year-old on his quest. Son, no, you have to go to school. <laughs> there's, there's a whole... You, you need an education. You need to... did, did you go to school? What I, I was a pioneer. That's what I thought. Here when I got I'm about to pioneer these lands too with me and my number one Rattata. And he again picks the Rattata up almost like he would a child and show it to you. He's Frederick like, false Jedediah side. We, we can't leave this boy here. No, that would be mighty, mighty wrong and stupid of us. I, let me, let me, one more thing just to try. Jack. Jack, let me tell you, I was homeless from the ages of 8 
to 15. It is a terrible life. You need to go home. But, but, but I, I, I thought you said I could be the best. I thought no you one said ever that even applied that. Oh, hey, oh, on the contrary, sir. Someone said raise this retata to be the best, and then That's said, the best but it's... it could be. <laughs> I used the qualifier, Jack, because I again, I don't think that retata is ever going to be very good. Well, the man showed me three Pokeballs. One had a flapping How far fish is your in village? It. The other had a cocoon, and then, and then the rat. How far? He definitely made the correct choice. That's but true. It he still did. wasn't good. How far away is your village? Where are you from? I'm from Little Root Town. It's a new settlement just south of Petalwood. All right. Well, why don't we all go together? All right, that's a long journey. So he waddles over, oh, and I do true. mean waddle. And he points, he's like, we're here. We'll have to go back to Mawile, catch the train all the way to Rustboro, and then go through the Native's Village in Petalburg. Uh, that will be a while. I, I have an idea. I, I don't know if everyone else will appreciate it, but I, I, I think I can still offer it. Jack, how about you stick along with us until we can get you back there. We we may not go straight there, but uh, I think you would be much safer with us three alongside you. Sort of a three men and a baby situation. <laughs> so he he doesn't aside with his ratatata, but you can clear here. He's like, I don't know, Remy. Bomb was very specific about talking to strangers like this. How old are you two again? I am like twenty-three. And you, strange man in an extremist's uniform? Hey, look, I'm not saying <laughs> you're going to be a child soldier. I'm just saying it's it might you might be indoctrinated. That's all I'm. Implying. Mm. We have some pretty radical views on vis-a-vis the current state of the government, the current state of our economics. Uh, I mean, other than Trigo there. Trigo, you've been awfully quiet. Uh, why don't you just, I don't know, pay to send the boy to his hometown? Or, you know, you could give him a pitch, like uh, the two of us seem to have been doing. I walk over to the kid, put my hand on his shoulder, get down the eye level, and be like, Oh, no touching. No, no, no touching. <laughs> Lots of bad luck. Touched by strangers. Anyway, I look this kid in the eye, and I'm like, do you want to make a lot of money? How much money? Lots of it. Hmm. At least a mm. hundred gold. Turns back to Remy. What do you think, Remy? Remy just kind of, like, does the really slow blink. He's like, we're in. What's the gig? <laughs> if you stay with us and help us out, we'll get you back home. And we'll help you train your Rattata. Mm. You'll help me train Remy? Sure. Well, he is in the top 1%. So am I. <laughs> oh my god, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that.
you've been listening to A Fistful of Pokeballs. Jack was our DM, Lucas played Jedediah, JFK played Trigo, and I, Ryan, played Frederick. Please follow us on Spotify. We'd love to hear from you guys. Leave us a review. Uh, and we're back, baby! Yeah, uh, it's been a while, but we're uploading. We recorded a whole batch of episodes that we're excited about uploading at the end of every month for the foreseeable future. You guys will be getting a fistful of Pokeballs episodes uh, on some kind of regularity, which is very exciting. Please follow us on Twitter at a fistful of Pokeballs. Um, we would love to hear from anyone who doesn't know any of the players. It would be very exciting to hear from you guys. Well... Uh, I guess we crawl back into the catacombs until the end of March. Have a good month. Bye. the routes <laughs> who do you think made these it's Helen. it's Helen. listen it's always I'm playing, playing Helen. i am keeping this in. i'm playing canto <laughs>